John Gilbert back on the uh, program with us. John, thanks for uh, taking uh, the time on a very noteworthy and busy day, and congratulations on the uh, hiring of Mike Swartz. Thanks, Patrick. I'm I'm really excited uh, uh, about Mike, and and uh, I, I do think it's it's a great opportunity for our fan base to tune in to the Tennessee game tomorrow to you know see style of play and and uh, you know the the type of energy that Coach Schwartz has. John, uh, what was the selling point for you with with Coach Schwartz? There's obviously a relationship there, but. What about uh, Coach Swartz made you believe he's the right man for this job? Well, I, I think, one, um, I did have a personal relationship with him, which I, I look at as a positive, uh, you know, seeing up close and personable, up close and personal, you, you know, what type of uh, program he's been in, you know, the, the type of individual he is, the energy uh, he's very engaging. Um, you know, we, we really talked about making sure that we pull in, you know, this community and region to, to be a part of the program. Uh, and, and I think you'll see him do that in short order. We've got ECU Director of Athletics John Gilbert on with us. Obviously, uh, his qualifications and his tenure and his philosophy – uh, led him to the desire to be a head coach. Was there a, a, a little bit of a selling point with the program, though, outside of the relationship with you, outside of the commitment that uh, you, you told him that the university will have for basketball? Because uh, the history does not lend itself to to a you know a great deal of, of tradition to fall back on, unfortunately. Well, we, we actually did talk about that a good deal. And, and you know, there's some programs out there that, you know, haven't had much tradition in their sports programs. And then they, you know, they get an individual in that can help energize it. And we talked about that because we don't, uh, you know, have a longstanding successful tradition in basketball. I firmly believe we can win here. Uh, we, you know, like he mentioned today in his uh, media availability, we have great basketball in the state. Uh, we can go up and down the I-95 corridor. Uh, I think having someone, you know, like Coach Schwartz, that from a mentality standpoint, you know, he he wants to do you know better than it's ever been done, and you know, it's a lot of hard work. It's not going to be easy, uh, but he he's up for the challenge. John, as far as um, the person that Mike Swartz is, a family man, he seems like someone who is uh, very detail-oriented, a very passionate orator, and we know he's a big recruiter, especially internationally. We've talked to some high school coaches today who really like his commitment to recruiting. Uh, he also is uh, very, very specific in his scouting and is known for kind of designing what Tennessee has done defensively that's been so successful, especially late. All of that is fantastic. Those are all qualities that you probably could have gotten uh, in, in a, any number of coaches that might have been interested in the job. Uh, as far as him as a man, what, what would you want Pirate Nation to know about Coach Schwartz? Well, cer certainly high character. Um, he, he brings a lot of positive energy to the table. Uh, he, he is a, obviously a family man. 
with, with his daughters, Samantha and Sydney. Uh, he's a relationship person. Like, uh, the, the relationships that he has with the players, I, I think is really important. I see that up close, uh, you know, with the current team that he's coaching. Um, you know, he's a relationship people within the community. So I, I think from, uh, an engagement standpoint with, with our players internally, with our athletic department staff, and then obviously uh, student body, pirate club, all those people. I just think he's going to be very engaging uh, and, and will pull people in to be a part of it. John, uh, getting out in the community, I think, was something that uh, you were also looking for too someone that would engage the fan base, someone that would uh, get out and, and sell this program on a number of levels to a number of different uh, uh, fans and types of, of, of people. Uh, there's some uh, you know, NIL considerations there as a way to sell the program, but there's just also, and it goes for football as well, selling tickets. That's a huge part of the formula for success uh, with, with ECU. So uh, how much was that discussed, and, and, and are the plans already sort of in the works among you, your staff, and also coach to to engage Pirate Nation in a way maybe they have not been in recent years? Well, I think absolutely we have to do that. Um, but again, you know, what we've got uh, to, to help get, get out in the community. I do feel like we've got great alignment with campus and the chancellor. Um, and so I think engagement to all those bodies that I just mentioned are, are going to be really important. And we really need to do that, you know, with all our programs. Certainly we have, you know, some teams and some coaches that, that do that in a, in a really good manner. Uh, so th- this will be very similar uh, to some of the other programs we have. We've got ECU Director of Athletics John Gilbert with us. The hiring made official earlier this afternoon of uh, Coach Mike Swartz. He is the 24th coach at ECU football, uh, basketball history as the head coach. Uh, right now will remain with uh, Tennessee as the associate head coach and uh, will be with them through the uh, conclusion of their NCAA tournament run. They will play tomorrow in the afternoon against uh, Longwood as a uh, three seed. Uh, John, were you in on the, uh, the call or the discussion that Coach Swartz had with the uh, existing roster? I, I was not. I was on uh, another call uh, okay. with, with the board, and so I, w- I did not sit in on the call with the players. Gotcha. He, he noted that and talked about that today. I guess I, I would just, you know, what, what communication have you had with the players in the aftermath of what went down Friday and, and through this whole, whole process? I know you've been busy. I know you've been uh, engaged with uh, Coach Swartz, uh, and, and I'm sure his representatives on this, but as far as fielding those player questions, uh, and concerns. How has that process gone? And and I'm sure you're you're kind of have an open door policy with them. Well, well, absolutely. I've got an open door policy. Um, you know, I've met with the players multiple times. Um, you know, to talk about you know what we were doing it and how we were doing it. I met with them again uh, yesterday uh, to talk about coach and and you know talk about. Uh, some of the things that, that I anticipated coming with him, uh, you know, from an accountability standpoint. Um, and so we've had some very good conversations with the players. I, I anticipate some, you know, one-on-ones with them. And I've asked them, you know, to give the new coach a chance. And, and uh, 
let him engage with you at the appropriate time. So excited about, you know, where that's headed. You know, from all indications that I've heard, the call went well today. Um, mm-hmm. And he's going to start reaching out to them, you know, as he has time over the next couple of days. John, as far as terms, uh, that really wasn't discussed today in the call. Is there is there any insight you could shed on terms of the agreement? Yeah, it, it's a five-year term, and uh, I, I know that they were working on campus getting a final signature, and they were going to send that out here pretty shortly to everyone. I'm assuming, uh, is there a range of salary, or again, you just want to wait until the, the ink is dry? I'd, so I'd rather wait and let, let the contract come out where everyone uh, can see it. Gotcha. Uh, we've got ECU Director of Athletics, John Gear. We'll appreciate his time with us here. I know you've got a lot uh, to do here. First chance to really talk to you since all of this uh, began, and uh, the first chance to talk to you uh, since the end of the basketball season. What necessitated a change in leadership? Uh, what, what was your thought process in that? And was it any one thing, or was it a culmination of things you felt like the direction of the program was not well? Really what when you, you know, when a, a coaching change is made, it first of all, the, these jobs are extremely difficult, and you know, you try to look at everything comprehensively and and make the best decision that that you can make uh, for for the program. And I've got a tremendous amount of respect for Joe Dooley as a coach. Uh, I know that, you know, whatever he chooses to do moving forward, he's going to be successful in. Uh, and, and I am excited about, you know, what the future holds and, you know, w- working to, to try to move this program forward where we all want it to be. There's been a lot of uh, chatter a lot of uh, armchair quarterbacking about commitment, uh, and, and I think that does go beyond money. Money's a big part of that. Financials are a big part of that. But there's also, uh, I, I think, a real buy-in that seems like now uh, is, is really taking hold uh, from, as you say, the chancellor level on down, which is, is a great thing for basketball and for the athletics. But I, I just want to give you the chance to respond to that because I think there's a lot of misinformation out there as far as that goes. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I think, you know, a, a couple things I would say is, you know, r- right now o- over the last couple of years, and I'm not counting the COVID year, uh, obviously everybody took a hit uh, during COVID, but, but over the last couple of years, we're, we're spending more money on ECU basketball than we ever have in the history of ECU basketball. And, and I'm not in any way, shape, or form implying that it's enough or, or that's all we're going to do. But uh, we, we are doing more. Um, obviously, if you look at the, the budgets uh, in general, you know, what, what we spend on charter flights, uh, training table, you know, those types of things, they're coming out of a separate bucket, not necessarily the ECU basketball budget. And so as you look at that, uh, you know, you, you don't factor that number in. Uh, it, it certainly makes um, a difference. We can do more. Um, you know, I need to do more. Uh, we, we need to engage our donors to help invest uh, in the basketball program more. I think certainly, you know, uh, a, a coach and getting our players engaged with those donors, you know, certainly can help drive that as well. 
there are several things that we've done for basketball. You know, over the last couple of years, we've redone the floor at Menji's. When I first arrived, it was a very dark brown color. Uh, you know, we put graphics throughout the building when I first arrived. You know, there there really was no signage in Menji's. You, you hardly could tell, you know, what school or team it was. Uh, we redid the concourse floor uh, in Menji's, you know, where we took the old 80s tile uh, out of the concourse right. and, and went with a better polished concrete look. You know, we had some generous donors step forward and help with the basketball uh, locker room renovation. So, uh, you know, the, the charter flights we've added in, uh, again, but we had to restrict some of that uh, with COVID from a, you know, budgetary standpoint. And again, not enough, not saying that, that uh, it is enough and, and, you know, we can't work to do more, but I, I do feel like our, our basketball team is supported. John, uh, what are your goals for the program? I mean, I don't know if you want to, I don't it'd be unfair to ask you when, when, you know, when told or anything like that, but I mean, you know, as we get this sort of fresh start with basketball, what are the goals for East Carolina basketball from your perspective? Well, I, I think, you know, number one, it's what we all want. We, we do want to win. I mean, it's fun when you, you know, when you win games and, and you see it uh, in sports when you're, when you're winning, it makes a huge difference. Um, you know, I, I want to make sure that we're very engaging with, you know, the communities and our donors. Like, we, we need private giving to help, you know, build and sustain these athletic programs. And that takes time and engagement. It, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, you know, we made a lot of headway in that with football this year. You know, we started having some success, and we had a lot of donors that have stepped to the plate uh, to, to help invest in it. And so I, I think the more engaging we can be, um, you know, deliver it positive engagement and, and pull them in to, to help them be a part of all of it. John, thanks so much. Uh, I appreciate your time greatly. I know it's been a, uh, an exciting yet busy day and busy time for you. So I, I really appreciate this time and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks, Patrick. Go Pirates.